Why would we want the brightest, the most innovative people in this country to take their hard-earned money and send it to Washington? The notion of prophecy is dangerous and worth worrying about. Yeah, oh, I give a rat's ass about Twitter. It's a platform for people that are sitting home trolling an unemployment check, sitting in front of a keyboard. And I just sort of said, screw it, I'm gonna go out whatever, whatever I want to think and I want to feel, I'm gonna feel it and, and let that happen. And it, it was a little bit like pressure was off of me. Alrighty, fellas. It's it's Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to all of our loyal listeners out there. Happy birthday, everyone. Yeah, it was it was it was it was one for the books, I guess. Went in went into this Lions Bears game thinking if the Lions uh can't beat a team with their backup quarterback on the shortest rest in NFL history at home, then they're not worth their salt. And uh, they're not worth their salt, apparently. Yeah. We got a resident Bears fan in, in the house, from straight from the Biff Studios, <laughs> Jonah Lopas, wearing his Mac jersey as we speak. Yep, yep. He was at the game, too. Tell us about the atmosphere, everything that was happening. Uh, yeah, it was any, any disgruntled Lions fans sitting around you? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. The, the couple couple of nice gentlemen to my left, uh, you know, had a had a few drinks beforehand. They were a lot of fun. But uh, sure, no, that's I mean, some choice words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just like uh, every every Lions Bears game I've ever been to. And uh, you know, going in, the Lions fans are super hype. Uh, you know, they're they're thinking this is you know this is the time we turn around the season. We're gonna beat down the the Bears. They don't they don't have their starting quarterback. And by the fourth quarter, what do you know? They're they're screaming obscenities, and uh, and it's another disappointing loss. No, but but in all seriousness, uh, it was uh, it was an interesting game. It was a hard fought defensive battle, like like everyone thought. Um, I really thought the Bears defense stepped up, and Chase Daniel, while he wasn't outstanding, really did enough to uh, carry this uh, Matt Nagy offense to a couple touchdown drives. Didn't look worse than Stafford. Yeah, yeah. It looked about the same. It looked about the two same quarterbacks playing I mean, from both sides, and I, one one was making a hell of a lot more points. I think someone as who's who who all three of us project, projected the Bears to finish last in this division, and someone who's kind of been skeptical of the Bears and Trubisky all year, uh, sitting across from a Bears fan. I think it's now safe to say that. I mean, maybe not. You guys are set, but you guys are in great position right now, moving forward. Yep. Um, in the way the division in the in the uh, wild card playoff picture is shaping up right now, at eight and three, that's the fourth best. Record in the league, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, they just so, gotta win like maybe two of their last five, and they'll probably make yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure who's left on their schedule. So the Bears, but, man, a huge turnaround from the John Fox era. This is uh, yeah, this is an exciting exciting. team, man. Eddie Jackson, that interception was phenomenal. Yeah. That's the one thing that kind of jumped off the game for me was wow, that that was an incredible play, but. The Lions, um, it's draft I don't season. really have anything to say about it. It's draft it's, season. It's, 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 my, my two cents will be, if it wasn't clear yet, the Bears have the best defense in the NFL right now, or at least they're the hot hand in the NFL. They're kind of the Jacksonville of last year. Uh, it starts with Khalil Mack, obviously, and Akeem Hicks down on that D-line. But then you got Danny Gervaisen, Rokon Smith, and then, like you said, Eddie Jackson and Adrian Amos and some good corners there. They just got a really the impressive Kyle team. Having a pretty Kyle yeah. 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 Well, and, and another thing I just wanted to touch on is this was uh, a big – I mean, the Lions kind of controlled this game, really, for the – I did, I thought the Lions were going to win for the majority of the game. Uh, and yeah, Even at halftime, they were losing, and yeah. I still had, had a pretty good feeling about it. And it, uh, to me, this kind of sheds some more light on the job that Matt Nagy has been doing uh, and bringing in his guy, Chase Daniel, who he had in Kansas City. He was his quarterback coach and having that familiarity – uh, and they, he really put together an impressive game plan. They didn't run the ball nearly as thought, uh, nearly as much as I thought they were going to. 
But either way, it was a really uh, just impressive win for the Bears, and on the other hand, just a really bad loss for the Lions. And I also wonder if that's a testament to Snacks Harrison bringing him in, because the Lions' run defense has been pretty good yeah. since then, and the weakness has been the secondary. And I think it just shows confidence in Chase Daniel to go in there. And I, I mean, honestly, I am too surprised they didn't try and run it a little bit more, especially with Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen. But they ran it on the last series when they needed to. Got that, got that run. third and nine. That was just ridiculous. So, yeah. but on the um, effort was not. I don't. Yeah. I have nothing. I don't even. I don't really even necessarily want to talk too much more about the line. Lee, Lee was Monday night I in was, Dallas, pissed off. I was. This is. The there game. have been yeah. three. I can point back to three times in my Lions fandom where I've been. Uh, I felt like I've just lost a wager for like $500, and I've been yeah. very frustrated by what happened. And it was the Caldwell, we got a good look in Houston. I remember yeah, I was at Loyola. Yep. Watched that game with you after that, just walked around the Loyola campus for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Just thinking, thinking about life. Then when I was in New York with Tommy, I can point back to the Dallas game. The Zenner got lost in the, uh, he got his pager was beeping. He had the ER at halftime. <laughs> yeah. He had to go make an emergency surgery. And then this one, man, the Thanksgiving Day against the Bears, I picked the Lions, was very confident in this game. And I did not think the Lions were going to lose this game at any point until Tariq Cohen went down on that third and nine. I honestly thought Stafford's getting the ball back. We're down a touchdown. I was just confident. And maybe that just goes to show my, my a little too much turkey in me. Yeah. Thanksgiving Day delusion. But still, I mean, the Lions were in this game and the, the effort wasn't there. And this is, uh, like Klepp has been saying, it's draft season now. The Lions season is, is over. But um, Mo- yeah. Really, moving on to moving Dallas. On. I mean, the Cowboys did what the Lions should have done. And yep. that's yep. take care of business at home against an inferior opponent. with the, I'm not inferior opponent, but like inferior quarterback position mm-hmm. with that backup on the road. You know, I, I, they handled business in this game kind of like they should have. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Zeke got going early, and Amari Cooper had his best yes. game as a Cowboy and is continuing to kind of shut me up after I said uh, that a first-round pick was too steep for him. And now if the Cowboys make the playoffs, uh, I think this trade is completely valid. And Cooper really has turned over a new leaf. Uh, the change of scenery has been great, and Dak's playing better, the offense looks better, and the defense, granted it was against Colt McCoy, but the defense played really well. The Marcus Lawrence pick, maybe. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> three picks. I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit occupied with my little cousin, so I didn't get to watch as no, much we of this game. I will say, we, it was I, I, I was impressed by the Cowboys because with the uh, limited amount I watched, it was 7 nothing. then it was 10-7, and then it was 31-17, and I kind of drew the conclusion that the Cowboys were kind of in control of this yep. game the whole yeah, time. They just they answered were, every exactly. Every they were in the driver's seat. And like Tommy said about Amari, I've been impressed with him since he's been a Cowboy. And just to kind of wrap up this Cowboys point, this team has no reason not to make the playoffs. No. They're yeah. in, in the driver's seat in this division. after Beat the beating, Eagles already. After beating the Redskins, already have a win in Philly, so the Eagles have to come play them. And they're in a great position to win this division. I mean, they've got, obviously got a tough game on Thursday against Are the they Saints. they 7-4 now? They're, no, they're six, six and five. Six and five. Okay. So it's not it's not easy, and, but still, I mean, I mean, the guy Paul McCoy being yeah. on the Redskins. And if I don't know if we want to do this, could be a little segue, but they got the Saints next week uh, in New Orleans Ooh. on Thursday night. No, it's in Dallas. On it's Thursday in night. Dallas. Yeah, oh, it's in well, Dallas. I stand corrected. Yeah, but that yeah. obviously will probably be an L. So uh, this team's gonna need to rattle off a couple against some division opponents after that. They still this, have to play Philly at home and the Giants. I think just a quick note on this upcoming Thursday night game. I think this will kind of tell fans a lot where the Cowboys are. Mm-hmm. Um, if they can, I mean, they're obviously going to be expected to lose, but if they can compete and show mm. that they can actually be in a game with the New Orleans Saints, then, you know, going into the playoffs, assuming they take care of business in some of their other games, we'll know, 
okay, maybe they can win a playoff game or two where if they just get blown out of the water, we're just going to know, all right, the Cowboys, yeah. they're going to get in, but they're not going to make it. Yeah, noise. absolutely. I absolutely. Yeah, that's a great point. And on top of that, the Cowboys are, like we said, it's a home game. The Cowboys, barring that brutal Tennessee game where everyone was coming for Garrett's head before the Philly game, the Cowboys are undefeated at home. So this is a team that really plays well at home, and they're on a little bit of a tear right now. So it should be entertaining at the very least, and I definitely think it's, it'll be a good litmus test for where the Cowboys are at. The uh, Falcons played the Saints – and, and they, well, speaking what, of litmus tests, they, they fumbled. The, what they fumbled the ball three times in the yeah. red zone or something yeah. like that. Well, that's one in the before the second half was huge. Julio fumbled it with them getting the ball back to start the third quarter. Um, but I mean, and then Ridley fumbled Ridley. it yeah. later yeah. in the yeah. game, and yeah. Well, and I mean, just talk about kind of a litmus test. I mean, I didn't think the Saints were going to win. I mean, I, I thought the Saints were going to win, but I thought the Falcons were going to make this. The Falcons were going to pull out all their stops and really kind of make this their Super Bowl and try and beat the Saints. And the Falcons just aren't really that good of a team right now. Their offense looks lost. Uh, I saw a Dan Lebitard quote uh, about that that Matt Ryan is is Ryan Tannehill with Julio Jones, and it kind of it, it kind of struck a little bit of a chord with me. And this team is just continually underperforming. Dan, Qu- I just I don't really know if Dan Quinn's their guy, Sarkeesian's their OC. This yeah. team has kind of taken a nosedive since going to the Super Bowl two years I, ago. I think I they're think just Quinn decimated by injuries. They're just decimated yeah. by injuries. And I, I mean, obviously you would like to see them put up a little bit of a better effort than they have this year with the losses to the Browns and stuff. But I'm willing to give this team another another season yeah. and of this coaching staff another year. If you make the Super Bowl, like don't yeah. don't abandon yeah. that. I completely yeah. agree. And like I, this is a Saints team that lost an extremely close game to Cincinnati. Lost an extremely close game to. New Orleans and Atlanta. They lost to the Browns, and, they, and there's not an excuse for that, but the opening game of the year was that close game against Philly on Thursday night. They've lost some really close games. They're a competitive team. Like we said, they're two fumbles away from in the red zone from two touchdowns, and this being you know a tie ball game or whatever it is. So obviously those are the little things that haven't been working for the Falcons this year, kind of having a Lions-esque year. But uh, also the Saints are the best team in the league, so you have yeah. to give credit where it's yeah. due. Like going into New Orleans and winning that game is no easy task. And the Falcons... They, they made a couple stops. It wasn't like New exactly. Orleans had 35 points in the exactly. first half. I believe it was 17-3 to three at halftime. Yep. Um, yep. I mean, obviously the Saints are going to put up points, but they were able to make a couple stops, and I think that shows that the Falcons are, aren't are really as bad as everyone thinks. I mean, they're not going to make the playoffs this year. It's no. pretty much over, but... They still with this core moving forward, they don't need to. They don't need to blow it off. Absolutely, and they play the Panthers in a couple weeks. They could very, they very well could win that game. I don't necessarily put the Panthers in a much higher category than I do Atlanta. I think that these are kind of similar teams. Atlanta has had a few things go in the opposite direction, or in the wrong direction. And I think if you want to come for anyone's head, it's Sarkeesian, just in the inconsistencies in uh, in in making big plays offensively when they need to be made. So that's that's the Thanksgiving review. Uh, Lopas, our, our guest here, would you care to throw out a, a game here for us to talk about? Oh, yeah. I think we, we talked about before, probably the best game um, in the early window is definitely Seattle at Carolina. Hmm. Um, Seattle, both these teams have kind of been up and down this year. Carolina, obviously coming off that Lions loss. Um, they're hungry. Um, I, I always... I always I don't know what to ever do with Carolina because mm-hmm. there's good Cam and Beck. I mean, he had that Super, you know, that Super Bowl MVP year, and then ever since then he's been really up and down. This year, I think he's had a pretty solid year. And then on the other side, Seattle, they kind of have this new offense where they're finally, you know, since Marshawn Lynch has been gone, they're finally running the ball. They got a couple guys um, back there that they run the ball, so it's not all on Russell Wilson. So they're an interesting team. Um, both of these teams uh, looking for a wild card. Uh, Carolina, obviously, a couple games ahead. Um, I think this will be an interesting game. I think because it's in Carolina, you definitely have to give them the edge. 
Um, they're favored by three, so I'll, I'd definitely take Carolina here, but this definitely seems like it could be one of the best games of the of the early window. I absolutely agree, and I'm I'm going with Seattle here. I'm on the opposite side just because of I thought I've kind of thought the Panthers were overrated all year, and with Cam Newton even having as great of a year he's had, I think the past two weeks between the Thursday night game in Pittsburgh and the game going to Detroit and losing on the two point conversion have taken a lot of steam out of this Panthers team, and I just think their remaining schedule is too hard for them to continue to win games. That being said, they're five and zero at home. They haven't lost yeah. a game all year at home. Right. They're red hot. Cam Cam Newton makes very few mistakes or has made very few mistakes this year at home and have been, has been nearly immaculate. Meanwhile, the Seahawks are a team that's going to compete in every game. They're, they're extremely well coached and they have a great quarterback. And at this point of the season, these are playoff position games. These are two teams that, if I'm not mistaken, I think this is one and two in the wild card right now in yep. the NFC playoff picture. So this is going to be a, a balls to the wall game. And I think the Seahawks just have a little bit more experience in games like this. And I think the Panthers. Just like I, uh, you know, our preseason preview, I had them I predicted last in the division. I have not had a lot of faith in them this year. They're obviously a lot better than I thought they were, but I just think the core of that team is. It, I just don't really have a lot of faith in the core. And, inconsistent. And it, it, exactly, it's inconsistent, and I just I, I like the Seahawks a lot to come out and uh, is, and cover that, or, or I, I'll take the three and the half of Seattle. Klepper, is this one of your your now infamous uh, loser goes home? Uh, oh, I, 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 not, I spot about that. that. I'm not gonna since I wasn't thinking about it before. I won't say it. But for sure, I mean, you know what? You could say this is a loser. Absolutely, this is a one of those yeah. winner. I mean, Panthers got I, I, I think I, I wouldn't say the winner makes the playoffs, but I would definitely say the loser does not. Yeah, yeah. especially so, because I think a game we're going to talk about later, the the Vikings Packers, the winner of that's going to be putting in a good yeah that, a good that position was, that was to my uh, one for this absolutely. week. And yeah. so, um, the, I'm going to you know go against what I usually do here. I'm going to pick the Panthers in this one. I haven't okay. really yeah, yeah. been a Panthers guy all year, but. I kind of like this defense to, to come back and uh, really just show that they're a good defense again. They've gotten – they were pretty soft against Detroit. I mean, I mm. watched that entire game, and I watched some of the uh, Steelers game where they got absolutely eviscerated. But they were missing a lot of tackles against Detroit, giving up a lot of extra yards that were pretty key. First, you know, plays that should have been four yards that go for first downs. And I think Rivera is, is going to get up in that and, and make that change. So – uh, I, I like the Panthers here at home, Seahawks traveling cross-country. I think Panthers are going to rebound after two pretty bad weeks and, and get this win. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm taking the Panthers at home. Again, kind of just an inconsistent team. Uh, and I've been kind of fading the Seahawks all year, but if I will, I think you got to give this team uh, some credit, and especially Pete Carroll, who is kind of having – this team I think is overperforming, at least in my mind. Uh, Russell Wilson has been – Pretty damn good, but I think that they're working with a lot less talent than they have in recent years and are really being a tough out for every single team they play. Uh, so I think uh, Pete Carroll, I think, has kind of gone a little bit under the radar as a coach who's doing a really good job this year. And if they win this game, I mean, man, I, again. That like puts them saying, in great, a great, great spot. Position. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. I'll, uh, I do want to hop us over real quick to Philly. Let's do that. Um, I want to hop real quick to Philly and talk about the Red Hot Giants. Talk baby. about them Giants. My, my my Giants. I made a I made a bet with my let's just call him my uncle. Uh, um, that after the Giants started out zero and three, I made a bet that they would win uh, over five and a half games this year. So <laughs> the fact that they're going on this late season tear is really it's it's making me a proud father. And uh, I will say that this game is. Really, I just think it's obviously it's there's no playoff poll, but it's interesting to me because if the Giants win this game in Philly, they have the same record as the Eagles, and I just wanted to point yeah, that two out. Two games out. This is this is uh, 
What do you mean? Two games? They'd be they'd be two games out if they won this game. That's right. Well, no, yeah. that's like, I, I almost it's like Dolan brought the Giants playoff things. Up. I I can't take that seriously yeah. right now just because they're three and seven and they need to go in Philly and win. But if they win this game, I just wanted to say like the Eagles, man, like what a fall from grace after yeah. the, the year they had last year and I, expectations weren't sky high this year. But people really like they like them in this division yeah. exactly. Yeah. They like them in this division and to just come out and beat Atlanta in that first game and and what they've done after that. And now they're you you know flash forward to week twelve and the Giants are coming town and if the the Giants who have just been the absolute uh, you know seller of the NFL all year are gonna come and if they beat you then you guys have the same record. That's just kind of a weird reality check. When, for when the it comes Eagles. to the Eagles, we were talking about earlier with this Cowboys Saints game that's coming up. We saw the Eagles just get killed by the Saints. It wasn't mm. even close. So if you're an Eagles fan, you're thinking, okay, they can still make the playoffs with the record that they have now. But if they make it, there's, they're not, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. And so that's going to be the kind of the same thing with you're watching this Cowboys Saints game. It's yeah. like even though if they don't win, let's see if they can actually with their play strong with defense the can can, yeah. can play with them and actually maybe have a chance in the playoffs to do something better than just be a yeah. one and done squad. Yeah. So th- that's where I'm kind of at with the Eagles, where it's like, yeah. I could see them winning this NFC East because crazier things have happened in the NFC East. But even if they make it, I'd have no faith in them to do anything. Well, I'm just going to say there. I saw a little graphic about the Eagles' potential path to the playoffs, and they still are very much in it. Let's expect that the Cowboys are out. No, no, no. Because if if they beat the Giants this week and they beat the Redskins next week, and the Cowboys lose to the Saints, and they're they're tied for the division. No, I know, but I'm pulling the Tommy Murray. I'm pulling that they're out. I think the Saints game last week was was the was the bullet to the head for the Eagles. I think that. Here's one thing about the Eagles. I saw something today. I'm not 100% true, but I believe their top five corners are injured. Yes, that is true. Yeah, Yeah, so it's like. How yeah. much can you expect? I mean, what what is Odell? I mean, is Odell going to put up two hundred yards, two touchdowns yeah, this yeah. week? And even, I mean, the, the Eagles still should find a way to win because they have so much talent elsewhere. But yeah, so, I mean, that, that, that that's a big factor. Oh, yeah, and I, I mean, you're seeing too that they really can't run the ball, and a lot of it is coming on Carson Wentz. And I don't know if he's ready. Uh, he's not. He's obviously not playing like he was last year. Uh, and I think they you you're looking for a guy like him who is an extremely talented player to kind of. Um, take that next step as the leader of this team, and I don't know if he's ready to do that with what they've got. Yeah, I think the Giants getting six points is just like, dare I say it, even kind of a little too much in yeah, this position. I'd be, I'd be tempted with five, the Giants there yeah, six. I, I, like, I like the six points with, with Jonah and I can talk a little lines. If you guys, we'll, we'll talk spreads if you guys don't want to. Yeah, I, I love the six points there with the Giants. I think that's a lot. I think the Eagles, like you said, their top five corners, not even covering Odell, but with the way Saquon runs and how much it gets to the outside, who's going to tackle that guy on the yeah. outside? Like, I think I think the Giants are really rolling on uh, rolling on some steam right now. And, you know, they – they had a bad second half against Tampa Bay last week. They kind of should have controlled the game better. But granted, they looked pretty good in that game, and I, I like them getting six points in this game. Uh, and another line I want to – we don't have to analyze this game, but a line I want to throw out. I think New England minus 10 in, in, in New Jersey playing the Jets is a lock. I just well, think that's an absolute – I actually just got a notification that Brady uh, is questionable because he's sick. Yeah, I, mean, I saw that he wasn't at practice. He lay, wasn't- lay it without Brady. Who's the backup? I don't care, man. I, don't know, it's man. A, I think Donald's out too, right? So it's going to be Donald's gonna play, is, is Donald, Okay, well then maybe that's why I uh, why the lines like that. But I think if, if New England, you know, if Brady's playing ten Brady's points, playing, is, yeah. they'll be up ten by the end of the you know halfway through if, the first uh, quarter. If you boys don't mind, might talk. It's not. This is more of a. This is this week is a little lackluster in terms of matchup. But I just want to talk storylines real quick and go go to M and T Bank Stadium, <laughs> where the Raiders are playing the Ravens, who currently hold the sixth seed. In the AFC playoff picture. So you got Lamar Jackson and Gus Edwards in this new backfield. Harbaugh's coaching for his life. 
I mean, they got the Raiders coming into town. I think this is an easy win for this Ravens team, and they're in the thick of it in terms of the playoffs in the AFC, and I just think that's really interesting. If they win this game and Flacco you know, can come back the next week, like is he gonna? I, I wouldn't play him. I'd, I'd roll with Lamar. I mean, this is just. I think it this is a really interesting how, game in terms of just storylines for the Ravens. I just the I've I've liked the Ravens too much, and I just don't. They're just not that good. I just have I've like yeah, I drafted I them in wins pool. I've just yeah. liked them too much, and I thought Flacco was gonna bounce back. They, that after that nine to six loss to Cleveland, I just haven't looked at them the same. And I know Lamar Jackson's a quarterback now, but. Don't have too much faith in Lamar Jackson to make key throws when he needs to make them in a game that's close in the fourth quarter, like uh, any game could be on any given Sunday. So I just think, yeah, I'll take the Ravens in Oakland. But as far as this Ravens team go I, goes, I think they're kind of an eight and eight, maybe nine and seven team that I'd like to see them they play. Could still get them no, to no, succeed. that's very true. And they yeah. and they've all they always play New England extremely hard. So that would be a really fun matchup to watch. But I just don't have too much faith. I've come down a little bit on the Ravens from uh, where I was a few weeks ago, just as. I mean, we don't have to spend too much no, time on this. Totally. I kind of want to just bring that up. But I do really want to talk about this. This is the one of the classic clep. Winner makes the playoffs, loser does not. Packers at Vikings. The Vikings came into Lambeau. Was it week three? And tied. Had that tie because yeah. their kicker missed the, the field goal at the end of the game. Which was huge for the Lions at the time. Yeah, which, yeah but we're not, it's okay. They're not in the picture anymore. So, I mean, at this point, both of these teams are playing for second. In the mm-hmm. NFC North, with the Bears uh, way out in front at oh, this man. point, but it's weird to hear that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it though. I love it. Yeah, you guys still can go eight and eight. It's, that's, it's, that's, it's, I came on the podcast preseason and I said I'd be happy with eight and eight. Yeah, no, 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 I can't complain, <laughs> so, man. Yeah. No, 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 that no. might have been was that might have been pre Mac. <laughs> no, that was right. You called me right oh, after the Mac okay. trade, and I said uh, I think he that's, has that's one, maybe true. two wins, so eight and eight. No, he's got four to his name at this point. Yeah, but you know, so we've had well, we've had Atlanta at Pittsburgh. That was that was a club saying. Yeah. Winner winner makes the playoffs. Loser does not. Atlanta lost, and so that's looking pretty good right now. And we had Baltimore and uh, Carolina, and I said winner makes it. Loser mm-hmm. does not. Carolina won it. That one's a little bit more shaky, but I believe in this game here. If the Packers win. I think they're going to make the playoffs. If the Vikings win, I think they're going to make the playoffs. Give me the Vikings at home. The you know Kirk Cousins has not played up to snuff the past few games, and he played really well in that game in Lambeau, leading the Vikings back, getting a clutch touchdown and two-point conversion to force overtime there. That was one of the best drives yeah. I've seen Kirk Cousins have. And at that point, I really thought that, okay, this dude is a for sure upgrade over Case Keenum. But after last week, rough performance, I'm not really sure maybe that is the case anymore. So I'd like Kirk Cousins kind of have a bounce-back game here, prove his worth as the quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings. No pun intended. I think <laughs> yes. I think Jonah can uh, can back me up a little bit on this one uh, in terms of Kirk Cousins' performance last week, yeah. going to Soldier Field, playing that Bears defense in that primetime game. That was a huge game for the Bears. Like yeah. uh, that was a that was really you could tell big that, test exactly. My and my coworker is a big Bears guy, so he was saying like this is our he's like this is huge for us. This is the biggest Bears game as a fan in a long time, and you know like they're actually fine. This is if they're good or not, kind of. So the fact that they won that game was really big, and Kirk Cousins did not play well, and that, that's the reason why I'm in a position where I'm completely fading. Uh, Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. I think the Packers are a team that they haven't won a game on the road all year. Uh, and so I find it kind of hard after reading and this that. This is the Sunday night game, that, right? No, yeah, it is. Okay. It is the primetime Sunday night game. But I'm going to beat my head against the same wall that I've been beating against all year and just kind of put my, the money on Aaron Rodgers in a position and where the, the Packers are really, I agree, well, he, they're out. If it's, they a revenge, game. it's his revenge game as well, too. Yeah. It's a nice little story. Well, here, here's just one thing. It, in order for Green Bay to win this game, Rodgers needs to have his yearly 
little saying like he had the R-E-L-A-X yeah, yeah. and he had the yeah. forget the other one but this is the time of year where like they've been being they've been <laughs> awful and he has no help around him he's got coach. 35 <laughs> hours to say something yeah. cool yeah. Yeah. Say, yeah. he says something cool give, give me Green Bay by a million yeah, exactly. Green Bay just they have no I mean yeah. not I mean they got Devontae Adams and, 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 and Aaron Jones has stepped up a little bit but yeah. McCarthy is so many questionable calls absolutely and won't be surprised if he's not there next year. Absolutely. Especially yeah, so. in the three and a half in this game, I'm not touching this line at all. I think this is kind of a game where you get your popcorn ready and uh, you watch it because, like Adam said, this is a big big divisional game, big playoff positional game, and uh, yeah, I like I like the pack. Should we talk some Titans-Texans? Yeah, no. this that, game's a little that's saucy. A, that's a huge yeah. game. Um, I mean, it, is, it is a little the saucy. The Titans are sitting at five and five, and the Texans are sitting at seven and three. So seven, just, torn off seven in a row. Yeah, so this is a must win here for the Titans, who have been playing half decent as mm-hmm. of late, but then they really crapped against uh, Indianapolis in Lucas Oil. So mm-hmm. Titans are kind of just another week-to-week team where you don't really know what you're going to get out of your quarterback every single week. And the tit- the Texans have just been on a roll. And at home on Monday night, I'm, I'm going to roll with the Texans, but... In terms of drama, I, I would I'm really pulling for the Titans in this one, especially for my my division winner pick, <laughs> Indianapolis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I liked Indianapolis preseason too, uh, and seeing them start off real slow, and then Andrew Luck got on this run. Now he's in the MVP conversation. They're a team to watch out for, um, and this this matchup, Titans Texans, will have a lot to do with with who comes out of that division. And one thing to note about the Texans is they've been playing super well, knocked off seven row, like you said. And I don't even think Deshaun Watson is really completely been unleashed yet. I mean, what we saw for those five games last year before he got hurt, he was looking like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And this year, he's been good. He's been solid, but he hasn't been putting up big numbers. He hasn't, injury. Yeah, he hasn't completely dazzled us. So, um, yeah, if there's, he can, there's still some gas in the tank there. Yeah, if he can if he can play how he was last year um, and, and how this defensive line is obviously uh, super talented and, and what they've been able to do running the football too, um, they're they're a, a big threat coming out of the AFC South. Yeah, I um I really don't want the Titans to win this game because I feel like every year they just hang around in the playoff machine, and it's like I click one game yeah. and it's like all of a sudden the Titans are now in the playoffs. And it's like no, that's not what I wanted, and they snuck in the playoffs that way that last year. Yeah. I think they were like yeah. eight and eight or not. That's like exactly what I don't want to happen. But that's why I'm picking the Titans because I, they find a way to do it every <laughs> single year. They find a way to do it. Um, I know I use the phrase can afford to lose. Like uh, it's kind of a confusing phrase, but the Texans can afford to lose a game. They've won seven in a row. They're in pretty good position in that division. I think they're going to continue to win games as the season goes on, and I think they're definitely a playoff team. But I think this is just a spot where everyone is going to be on Houston. They're favored by six and a half. The Titans had just uh, came off the uh, two wins against you know uh, New England and uh, and Dallas. Two really big wins for them, and then they got smacked by the Colts and Indy. I think Vrabel is one of those coaches who's really good coming off a really bad loss. At least he has been this year. So I like the Texans a lot more than the Titans. I think they're a the better team. First but matchup of the year between the Titans and the Texans. I'm, I'm taking. Yeah, I think it is. I think they might play in the last week of the season. Okay. Well, but I'm taking the Titans in this one. Yeah, and, and I, also I'm rooting for the Texans. Another though. like the Aaron Rodgers revenge game and, and Green Bay is another Vrabel coming back to Houston where he uh, absolutely kind of yeah. made his coaching his coaching way. Um, but I'm I'm and I'm sticking with Houston in this game. Uh, I just think. That they're uh, they're a better team right now, to be honest. Uh, I mean, Houston, I think, has got a little bit lucky with some of these games. The win against uh, Indianapolis, you can kind of put it Frank Reich, but I thought that was a great move um, in terms of like setting the tone for his team. Uh, but I just I just like I think Houston again has more going uh, in in their favor, and I like them at home. 
to uh, to get a primetime win against Houston. The, the AFC is super interesting right now because there's five teams that are at five and five. I mean, you got you got the Dolphins, Ravens, Bengals, Colts, and Titans, and one of those teams is going to make the playoffs. Yeah. So I mean, the Titans kind of need to to win here to keep pace and stay in that that picture with those other five and five teams, and you even have the Broncos sitting at four and six. I know they're on the outside looking in, but. I mean, those are all teams that could make this late season push with what is it, five or six games remaining? Yeah, here. yeah. yeah. So uh, it's going to be really interesting to see which teams kind of hang around and which ones fall fall and, off. And let's bounce off that real quick. I'm not. I'm, this is kind of a sleeper game. Yeah. Uh, is, is is the Miami traveling yeah, to Indy? So we got two and five and five teams playing each other. Well, the here. red hot Colts and the yeah. and MVP MVP caliber Andrew Luck, who uh, who have been also just look great at home. Too. Yeah. These guys yeah. are winging that thing around in Lucas Oil. And T. Y. Hilton had a great week last week. It was a lot of fun to watch. And I'm a huge luck guy. I love the Colts right now. I think the Dolphins are probably one of the more overrated five and five teams in the NFL. I'm not even them, overrated, but just like the record they is should, not. The show record is absolutely. Yeah. I feel like they're like this every year. They're yeah, just they just kind of win games that they shouldn't. Yeah, absolutely. That Bears game is a perfect example. But this is a spot where uh, I think the Colts are going to continue to roll, continue to prove. Like last week when when uh, the Titans were coming to town, just a spot where the Colts, man, they're they're. It's like if you guys want to keep giving us easy teams at home or whatever, we'll yeah. we'll keep winning these games. You know, I, I think the Colts are a team that are I like them even minus seven and a half in this one. I think the Dolphins are a mess. I think Tannehill and Gase aren't getting along. There's some weird stuff going is on. Tan- with, I, mean, he's even back I think Tannehill's gonna be back this week. But Osweiler started the past three weeks. I think the Dolphins are an overrated team and I, I love the I love the Colts this year. I I, I, I love the Colts this year. I really am pulling for them to make the playoffs. I, I really want to see Andrew Luck play in the postseason. So yeah. I'm going to continue to go with the Colts, and I'd lay the seven and a half. Yeah. I'm completely with you, Leah. I would, I would, you know, reiterate the same uh, sentiments that you just said. And also, I mean, if you talk about a team that's just kind of overperforming and stuff's going right for them, it's the damn Colts, man. This defense is playing pretty, pretty well. They're playing a good bend don't break defense, and they just really don't have the skill. So Frank Reich's coaching great football. Their offensive line is playing awesome, and Andrew Luck is. Playing at an MVP uh, level, like Mr. Lopas said, so this team yeah. just has everything going in the right direction for them, uh, and I think this they need to win this game in Miami. So yeah, definitely, in, definitely home. give me Indy there, and uh, and give me give me the uh, the Texans on the previous game for sure. Oh, you didn't get you didn't, didn't get your yeah. Uh, yeah, well, what, what you guys are all against me on? Uh, I'm on the I'm you on the, the Titans, Titans, and yeah, I'm on no, who else? Who, no, Mariota. No. Who else are you all against me on the? I'm on Seattle. You're on the Giants too, I'm assuming. I'm on the Giants too. Yeah. I'm on, I'm, I'm, I got I got the Giants with you. Yeah. Okay. Jonas with me. Let's uh, let's just do Steelers Broncos before yeah. we do. I was gonna give my Lee Murray Steelers hater special of the week. Yeah. Hey. Mile High Club, man. Mile High Club. <laughs> you go to Mile High, that's not an easy place to play a game. Never. We've seen the Chiefs struggle there. We've seen, uh, you know, teams go there. It's The Rams struggled a little bit there. It's cold. You know, the elevation's high. The Broncos are a tough team. they got a solid defense. I'm finally going to give the Steelers some respect and pick them this game because uh, I, I've been disrespecting them. They've won six in a row. Uh, and they have a, a couple tough games on their schedule. They still got to play the Patriots and Saints. So they're not really a team that can afford to lose games. They should win. I think this is a game they should win. So I, I'm taking the Steelers in this one at mile high. But I, I like it to be a close one. I like the Broncos I, I to think, put up a pretty good fight in the cold weather. I think the Steelers may be a little bit of a different team this year than we've seen in the past because – Last week against Jacksonville on the road was one of those classic Tomlin games where the Steelers go on the road and are going to lose to some inferior team. And they're losing 16 to nothing in the fourth quarter, scratch and claw their way back and win the game at the last second. 
I mean, that's something that we haven't seen the Steelers do in those situations. They usually just, I mean, those that Bucks game comes to mind when they played the Bucks at yeah. home and just lost. Like they usually just flounder the entire yeah. game when they're not on. Yeah. And the them just and also they got a lot of personalities on that team with you know Antonio. Do you think Brown part of it is them bonding even, over the even Le'Veon the coaches absence? too? Do you think yeah, part of it is I mean, them bonding who knows, over the fact but, that Le'Veon kind of uh, who knows? But they 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 showed some Steelers resiliency that you kind of haven't seen them show in the past, and I I think that this team is is really good. Definitely has a chance to knock off teams like the Patriots and the Chargers and, and make the Super Bowl. I don't think they're getting enough Super Bowl buzz, mainly just because mm-hmm. of the Chiefs and the Rams. I mean, the, the, we're talking about other teams. Obviously, the Rams are in the NFC, but like, I, I think this team has a chance to make it. Yeah. I, I really do. Yeah, and they, I mean, they kind of started off slow, so that may probably will play into the, you know the distrust in them. But man, what a spot to go into Denver, which is not an easy thing to do. And the Denver Broncos are rolling after yeah. beating a pretty good Chargers team last week. Yeah. Last second yeah. win that was pretty clutch. They were all really hyped up yeah. after they yeah. spiked the ball. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cortland Sutton and Emmanuel Sanders were going nuts. Yeah. And they, you know, McManus, you know, boots it in and they win. I don't, I don't see uh, the Steelers winning this game if it's like Jacksonville game. I don't see them coming from behind and and beating Denver. Yeah, that's that fair. That's a fair point. Because uh, I just think Denver just is a little bit more complete than Jacksonville, and man, I just uh, this is going to kind of be a little bit. Keenum can actually game. do something. This could be a fun. This could exactly. end up being a really fun yeah. and interesting game. I think. Now, the more that you think about it, and you make me yeah. want to switch my pick because I love hating on the Steelers, but I'm not going to. I'm sticking with the Steelers. But I like that. I like that the Broncos uh, have a new excitement about. Yeah. I think that locker room might be a little torn on Vance. I think some guys might like really like him, and then other guys might like want him to go. So. Yeah. I don't know. Well, the Bron- I mean, in the Broncos too. I mean, Bradley Chubb starting to come on, and their double-headed rookie rushing attack of Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman. This is a tough team to play, especially at home. So this is a good litmus test for the Steelers uh, going into some. It's going to start to get more competitive. So we yeah. all in the Steelers though. Yep. Yeah, yeah give me the Steelers there, but uh, something to watch out for. Um, Denver, like you said, I've, uh, that that two that two-headed rookie running attack is really something else. I never heard of Philip Lindsay going into the season. Everyone was talking about Royce Freeman. He's going to be the guy. He's going to be getting the bulk of the carries, and Lindsey's uh, almost turned into the number one guy. Of oh, those yeah, two. absolutely, yeah, and absolutely. and and just together, their uh, uh, speed, quickness, and power—they're really something to 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 look out for. And I think that's really helping Case Keenum. Yeah, um, absolutely. To turn the Broncos, even if nothing else, to a really tough team to beat, especially at home for mm-hmm. for playoff teams. Like the, the AFC Steelers. man is wide open. It is wide it's open. Wide friggin' open. That's what we were, so. I mean, that's what everyone's thinking about the NFC preseason, and look at how it's turned. Yeah. NFC's like okay, Saints and Rams. Yeah, I mean, okay, the and Bears, the Bears. And the yeah. Bears. <laughs> Don't forget about the Bears, but realistically, Saints and Rams are going to be there. And then the AFC got I, four or five teams. I genuinely think cut, I think it's fair them. to say Saints, Rams, Bears, Cowboys are basically locks. I really do. Wow. Dude, you're I'm not, not I think I'll put that in the prophecy right now. The, I'll, Eagles, I'll, the Eagles should be the I'll Giants. Lock the Eagles should, are a okay. bad they, football they're, team. They're not they're playing a, well. They're, they're a bad football team. in the team. same way that the Cowboys should make the playoffs, the Eagles equally should make the playoffs. No. No. Absolutely Because they already not. lost to the Cowboys at home. Tommy, and the Cowboys are 6-5 and five and atop the division and already have a win in Philly. Okay. And the Eagles are 4-6 and and coming off an embarrassing 40-point loss. The Eagles are two wins away from being tied with the Cowboys. How can you say they have the same... Yeah, but like, they can't. They shouldn't win the division. No, no, no. Okay, put so it in. All I'm saying, put it in the prophecy. Play, those are the four. Lock. Those are the four division winners right there. It's lock it in right now. The the, the Cowboys have no excuse to not win. Yeah, I division. completely agree. They have absolutely no excuse, no excuse to win the division. But as 
the only, you know, as a Cowboys fan, I just don't like the absolutes of saying, oh, this team is going to win the division when Philly's two. I don't like the absolutes no, of you saying they're not going to make the playoffs after they after they yeah. lost to Tennessee. Yeah, so, well, I mean, I had every right to say that. No, you didn't because now they're in position where they're in top yeah, of the division yeah, and going to make the playoffs. They're winning so. games, but they're also two. They're also a loss from the Saints and the Phillies two wins away from them playing each other in Dallas for that division in two weeks. Okay. So, Philly not, hasn't Philly hasn't shown that they can win two games if, in a row all If they're year, both so. tied for the division in two weeks in Dallas, for that game, I'm not like, oh, it's a lock. We're gonna beat Philly. Yeah, Philly Tommy, it's gonna be a lock. But, but, yeah, I wouldn't say it's a lock either. You in two did. weeks, all right. Yeah, I don't think Philly's gonna year. win the next two games. All right, we'll see. So let's we, let's go on a little fire round in the these remaining games and just give our quick picks. Jags, Bills. Bills. Josh Allen. Josh Allen's back in the saddle. I'm taking the Bills. Same. No, give me give me Jags. Oh, I'm taking I'm taking the Bills. I know it's the fun pick or not the fun pick, but give me come on. Uh, they, they, their defense is somewhat bad. 49ers, Bucks. Let's go Niners, baby. Give me the Bucks. Give me the Bucks. James is starting. He yeah. wants that job. All right, give me the Bucks, man. <laughs> yeah, give me the Bucks. Browns, Bengals. Uh, Browns. 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 Oh Hugh yeah. Ja- they think, oh. You think it's gonna be the Hugh Jackson revenge game, but it's actually the Browns' <laughs> revenge on Hugh Jackson game. Wow. I'm Car- taking. I'm taking the Brownies. Give me the Bengals, baby. Uh, Cardinals, Chargers. Chargers, that's my lock of the week. Minus 12 and a half. All Lay right. it. Lay it. LA's yeah. smoking them. They're smoking them. Do we have any do we have any risky survivors? We didn't give any risky survivors this week. I'm wondering. Okay, can I risky survivor the Panthers? Yeah. Go ahead. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll risky survivor the Panthers this week. I'm gonna go ahead and risky risky survivor the Giants. Okay, add that's a point. what I'm gonna do. Uh, yeah, I guess I was looking at the Giants. I'm gonna risky survivor the Browns then. I Fair like enough. that. I like that. I also want to make it clear that uh, all four of the NS- NFC division leaders are locks. That's in the prophecy. That's in the that's in the audio yeah. prophecy. Yeah, week, it is. week twelve. So now that that's out of the way, I don't. I don't I, I'm I'm happy that you think that about the Bears, but I'm I'm hesitant. I haven't. We haven't been in this position in years. No, it's true. I think the Bears need to win two more games in order for them to be to get ten to ten wins. Yeah, no, I mean, the, last five. the Bears are Bears fans are watching what happens in Minnesota. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah. All right. Well. Enjoy the new intro, fellas. Enjoy. Happy Happy Turkey Day. Thanks, John. Shout out Sam Harris for coming to our house and recording that part of the movie. Yes. He's a close friend of the show. Yeah.